From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Coming up, Ipswich Art Gallery has a new director. Claire Sonia brings two decades experience to this role and to lead the next chapter of the city's award-winning visual arts headquarters, which was originally established in 1951. Hear Claire's take on the City of Ipswich collection, attracting new audiences, and what's currently on and coming soon to the gallery. It's Thursday, March 2, 2023, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. The original Ipswich Art Gallery opened in the Old Town Hall foyer in March 1951. In 1980, it was moved a very short distance to St Paul's Young Men's Hall, now the Community Gallery space. The gallery itself was relaunched in 1999 to great fanfare and community support through the Ipswich Arts Foundation. The Old Town Hall was also saved from years of neglect Since its inception in 1997, the Ipswich Arts Foundation Trust has raised nearly $9 million in support of the gallery. After many years, under the expert guidance of Michael Beckman, Ipswich Art Gallery has a new director in 2023. Claire Sonia has more than 20 years' experience across cultural roles in Berlin, Canberra and Brisbane. I visited the gallery this week. Thank you for speaking with Ipswich today, Claire. Good morning. Since the 1999 relaunch of the gallery here in the former town hall, there's only been a handful of directors, so congratulations on your appointment. What attracted you to apply? Oh, I think that there are a couple of things that attracted me. Firstly, the gallery has such great standing, has a wonderful collection, an innovative program, Um, but also Ipswich. It's a town where there is enormous opportunity and potential. It has an energy about it that really attracted me. On LinkedIn, you said you were excited to join uh, Ipswich City Council to amplify how arts and culture's role as a powerful tool to learn and engage and involve. What do you specifically mean by that and what ideas have you got stored away? <laughs> oh my goodness, it's a big one, isn't it? So arts and culture features in all our lives and often we don't understand that it impacts us every day from the music that we listen to to the things we surround ourselves with to the clothing that we choose to put on our backs the jewelry that we choose the shape of our glasses and our cars all of it it's very very much omnipresent and I think that what my main role is is to start that conversation and to say hey these things are really important in our lives these paintings move us these songs speak to us Um, art and culture is incredibly important and in Australia we need to step into that space value it own it and remind everyone that it's for absolutely everybody the gallery has a great reputation for being a destination for kids and young families which extends well beyond Ipswich's boundaries. I'm sure you've already done a bit of a spot check yourself. Where are you from? Where are you from? And you get a surprise how far people have travelled to come and uh, visit the gallery. And there has been a series of successful programs, some running more than once, like wind tubes. What ideas have you got to refresh the kids' program? And can I ask a... It's a long question, I know. But in terms of what 
would attract teenagers to the gallery? Okay, so that's a really good question. I think this is the um, the tricky question. The 12 to 25 demographic is always a challenge for all art galleries. Like all um, uh, people who know young adults, um, they're tricky creatures to get engaged. Um, so... I've got a couple of ideas with regards to the children's programming. Michael, my predecessor, um, started something really new and innovative with regards to the, the children's programming, the youth programming. I will continue to refresh and exchange and hopefully expand it um, where I can. Um, I also would like to engage, um, I want to engage young people into not just those uh, those experiential uh, engagement activities, I actually want them to start to engage with the Ipswich City Council collection itself. So one of the things that we're going to do next summer is to reach out to our schools, which we haven't done yet, but our local schools, and start a junior curators program where they will curate our summer exhibition. Um, they'll come into our collection, work with our curators, work with our staff, work with artists, and... Um, start to own the collection a little bit more um, and, and, and that is also intellectually it's really great for literacy there's a, a whole range of skills that will come out of that um, obviously we don't want to ever forget our adult population as well too so we are working on a really sort of exciting programming but three weeks in I'm not really ready to release all of that <laughs> information I'd be surprised <laughs> if you did have that sorted talking more broadly then about attracting first-time visitors what what uh, tactics or what ideas have you used elsewhere to do that one of the things I've identified is the gallery could probably benefit from better digital engagement um, so we will spend some time and energy um, firstly digitizing our collection getting it up on our website making sure that our social media and online presence is engaging and inviting and um, uh, engages with audiences the thing is with user experience it starts often at the computer and so if we can get people hooked in and, th and get them engaged at the level of the screen it will mean that maybe that will drive them to jump into their car and drive out to Ipswich or hop on a bus or cycle to us yeah I was very fortunate to attend the grand opening or the grand reopening of the gallery here in 1999. There was a strong emphasis on mining, rail, early industry and new technology like this thing called the internet. Now since then, the main town hall floor space has only had one major revamp. Have you any plans for that yet? I think there is, there is scope to be ambitious about owning a children's art gallery, you know, maybe even owning the country's first standalone children's art gallery. Um, and there is scope to um, really put into value and to invest in our infrastructure to articulate the depth of our collection, which I think the people, I think the Ipswich City Council art collection is a bit of a, an unknown gem. How much is stored away that we don't see? Look, most galleries, uh, I think um, the National Gallery of Australia, at one point it was 3% is, is exhibited, so 97% is, is stored away. We probably exhibit probably 15% of our collection at any given time. Um, but you have to remember a collection like ours, which is a heritage collection as well as a contemporary art collection, um, is made up of lots of small components as well. So, you know, sometimes the numbers look 
large, but we have lots of, you know, smaller ceramic um, utilitarian um, heritage pieces. We've got quilts. They can't all come out at the same time. Yeah. Well, the Ipswich Art Gallery being in the old town hall, it was a fantastic way to save this building because from memory it was not in a good shape before the idea was planted to renovate and extend out the back. So you've got the proper air-conditioned, humidity-controlled gallery for those very precious pieces. Mm. So you've, you've kind of got two or three galleries in one here to deal with. We do. That's not so unusual. Um, they all have very much a different feel and, and there are, I mean, it's an incredibly beautiful building, but it comes with its own challenges. It comes with, um, you know, heritage overlay where certain walls we can't use for obvious reasons. Um, it comes with a, a challenging footprint with regards to um, controlling light. Um, so that, I mean, that's the reason why that extension was, was added. But um, there's always room to rethink and um, re-envisage what our gallery might look like. Yeah. In your previous roles, you've made a lot of good contacts, no doubt. Have you given much thought yet to bringing uh, totally new exhibitions and programs to Ipswich that we've never seen before? Oh, I hope so. I think that you've had actually a really good program, but I think that there is um, there is there is value in holding space for the conversations that we are currently having in our communities right now. So I guess what I mean by that is I'm really interested in curating exhibitions around ideas that you know that, that are current and that are important to us as a community because that's what galleries are they're sites for conversation. Would an example of that be an exhibition around climate change? Absolutely. Most recently Claire you were CEO of Artisan what what is or was Artisan all about? Oh, Artisan's a wonderful organisation. Artisan um, came about, um, it was created in 1970 as the Craft Council of Queensland. So in the early 1970s, late 60s, second wave craft movement, all those craft councils were created in each state and we formed a network of what we now call the Australian Craft and Design Centre Network. Some of your listeners would be familiar with the Jam Factory or Craft Victoria or Australian Design Centre and, and Artisan is part of that network and for the last 50 years that organisation conti and continues to advocate and support craft and design. I guess that was one of the things that interested me of Ipswich too is that Ipswich is famous for its pottery um, and I am keen to tap into the long uh, tradition of teaching, learning um, and exhibiting our heritage crafts as well in our, in our local region. The gallery has been a great location to learn about Ipswich's history since colonisation, and we need to obviously expand that, extend that to uh, First Nations people. How important is it to foster local artists, especially those up-and-coming artists? Oh, it's hugely important. So on the first point, um, I think we need to centre First Nations voices. It's incredibly important to me. Um, and I'll be working with um, First Nations curators and artists uh, and have already started to do that, both to um, look forward for our programming, um, but also to, to look at our collection, to critically um, contextualise the collection that we have. So that on that first one. The second point, local artists, very important. Local artists um, 
are incredibly important to the ecology, both as um, professional practicing artists, but also people who are consider themselves hobbyists or um, serious amateurs or emerging artists. We have um, every strata, every level of artist already in Ipswich. So part of that, um, the gallery's role is to nurture the ambition of local artists. Um, we have this wonderful facility in our community gallery uh, where we're able to support and provide um, space, accommodation, but also professional development support for our local artists to um, to understand best practice and what it means for them, not just for the gallery staff, but what it means to be a good artist. Uh, what it means, what are the skills that you need? You need to be able to talk about your work and write about your work and um, you know present yourself in a, in a manner that, that will get you perhaps representation or an exhibition interstate or overseas. Yeah. I know it's only your first four weeks in the chair as the director of the Ipswich Art Gallery. What's currently happening in the gallery and what will be next in the gallery? Mm, absolutely. We are about to open three exhibitions. So pretty much uh, a big focus on local artists. So this Saturday we have Deb Mostert's exhibition of beautiful, beautiful, beautiful notebooks. She is an incredible painter that most of your listeners would be, would be aware of and we are for the first time ever showing her extensive sketchbook collection. Um, next week, the following week on the 11th in the morning we're opening another local artist's work, Jane Durand, which is a monumental installation of over 1800 ceramic tiles. Truly magnificent work. Uh, and in the afternoon in our community gallery, we're opening um, a group show called Entwine, and it's artists who work with fibre. Uh, again, three really, really exciting uh, exhibitions that highlight the depth, the diversity, and the excitement of local creative practice. Um, following this exhibition, we have a very exciting show coming from the National Gallery of Australia called Rauschenberg and John's Significant Others. And it looks at these uh, mid-century pop masters, but it specifically looks at the fact that they were in a relationship at a time where um, gay relationships were super taboo and their creative partnership that they had was like an incredible frisson and super, super exciting. So um, that's the next show that we've got after, um, after the current shows that we're about to open, yeah. Well, we'll look forward to seeing what other surprises and innovations you bring to the Ipswich Art Gallery. Welcome to Ipswich Clare, and thank you for speaking with Ipswich today. Thanks, Alan. And a quick reminder to check out the handy links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button on the homepage to make a payment through PayPal. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio and Amazon Music. Or play Ipswich Today on smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening.
enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.